Yo, what is good, you guys? I am so, so, so thankful to still be here another day to be able to talk with you guys. How are we doing? Gosh, March was such a fucking rough month. March was difficult. March tied some fucking strings around my neck and then pulled it and pulled it and pulled on it some more. Now, didn't it? <sighs> However, as bad as March was, I'm also experiencing something pretty beautiful, if I may say so myself. And it's actually so beautiful. I'm very confused. I'm thankful. I am very excited. Um, but it's, it's making me wonder if things are coming to an end so that something new can come in. Or if I'm just reestablishing something. I'm talking about my love life, you guys. I have my Venus return in 26 days. If you don't know much about astrology, returns are where the planet goes back to where it was when you were born. So it goes back to your natal position. For me, my Venus is in Gemini. And just so happens that on my birthday, Venus will be conjunct my natal Venus so it'll be at the exact same degree so my natal sun will be conjunct the sun my natal Venus conjunct Venus I have Venus on my ascendant so I'm also a rising Gemini I'm a very Venusian person most of my life if you were to assume what I mean, well, well, think about Venus. What what is Venus? Venus is the planet of <laughs> Venus is the planet with the T, not an S. LOL. I've been fucking talking with the lisp lately. It's, it happens when I'm high. I fucking hate it. Uh, but um, Venus rules love. Yes, it is ruled by Taurus and Libra. That's why I say I'm ruled by Venus because I'm a Taurus sun and a Venus. Oh my gosh, I can't fucking talk. I'm a Taurus sun and a Libra moon. Oh, damn, the weed is fucking hitting, actually. I smoked a blunt. I mean, I smoked, exactly. I smoked a joint because I have so much anxiety about what I want to talk about, what I want to share with you guys today. Just because it, it truly is something, it's a sensitive thing for me. I don't really share explicitly my love life, especially in detail, especially like this. No, I don't really talk to a lot of people. I really talk to Daisha, and even that is sometimes limited just because I do limit everything that I say about what I want to talk about. Uh, but, man, I can't be the only one. And just, un like, knowing the times that we are going through, I feel like being transparent is more important now than ever. And it's actually something really beautiful and something exciting. So I just got to get into it. But, man, talking about Venus again. Taurus is the feminine aspect of Venus. Libra is the masculine aspect of Venus. When you think about masculine and feminine energies, it's not really to associate with the gender, but more to what type of energy that they um, promote. 
Yeah, so I definitely do believe... I know that there's an argument about people not wanting genders for mass... Like, they don't want the idea of masculine energy or feminine energy. No. Like, there's masculine and feminine energy for a reason. And I definitely think it's easier to depict the two like that. So here, that's how I'll be. You know, that's that's what I resonate with. Um, so Taurus is all about money. So... Sorry, I just hit my car. Um, Taurus is all about the money. We always all about the money, baby. We always concerned about our bag. We like our peace and our quiet. We like our time to do things. We don't like to be rushed. We like the nice things. Just like Libra, we like the nice things. We like the luxuries. We know how to treat ourselves. We know what we deserve. That's a fact. That's a fact. We are very stubborn as a Taurus. You are a fixed sign. Stubborn, stubborn, stubborn. For fuck yeah, fuck yeah. As the Libra aspect, that is very cardinal, very affirmative, very I'm the boss, very intelligent, very able to speak his mind, very able to feel. (sighs) So, I have my son conjunct Saturn in the 12th house as well. And for my love life, I feel like I've been a fucking idiot. I feel like it's been really easy for me to attract people. Really easy. I mean, I'm beautiful. Fuck yeah. I've always thought that I was beautiful. Even when I was not as cute, to be honest, I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like, damn bitch, you beautiful as fuck. You really fucking doing it, bitch. My outfits, I always thought were on point. Even when I was doing mix and match, like lime green fucking shoelaces with white shoelaces, baby, I still thought I was the shit. I have always thought I was that motherfucking bitch. Always. Always, always, always. You can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing about my style, baby, because it's my own. And I know it's my own. And of course you can't do it because you wouldn't even be able to pull it off. You and this fur and this faux fur, mind you, and this faux fur that I fucking thrifted, ho. No, you can never. You can never be as stylish as me in all these fucking phases, changing it all the motherfucking time. No, I ain't even tripping off you. I've always had that. I've always thought that way about myself, baby. That's, that's, yes, yes. You got to. (sighs) And I think people see that, you know, and people are definitely attracted to that. (sighs) Tell me why when I met the only guy that I've ever been in love with, was when I decided to act a damn fool and act like I don't know what the fuck is up. Taurus is also, like, very sensitive. You know, we're really, like, grounded, earthy people. I feel like you just got to talk to us. We are more than than happy to talk things out, really. And, yes, we may stick to our one side, but as long as we're being heard and we know we're being heard, I think that's what's most important. My Venus is in Gemini. Did I say that? So there's part of me that totally resonates with the idea of love and relationships and especially how to treat people, especially one-on-one relationships, Um, especially the Libra, you know, one-on-one is so important to them. The balance of everything, of course, the duality of everything, of course, all resonating with Libra. I've always really understood that. 
So for most of my life, I was a really good, just like poster boy child. Did what I was told, never was wrong, was the golden child, always did right, always was just chilling because I was happy and I was just in my own world, truly, always. Then this fucking boy comes along and he's nothing of what I've ever experienced. So my, I mean, my love life was very minimal when I met this boy. Um, I dated a few girls in middle school. None of them really lasted long. There was one of them who was a Gemini. She was a Gemini. That one definitely hurt the most when she ended things. I, that actually might've been the first time that I realized I wasn't really good at relationships. I think she said she broke up with me because I was flirting with other people through text. And I feel like I probably was calling other people pretty or cute or something like that. But honestly, I'm always going to be like that. And I know I've always been like that. Like, I'm always just going to compliment people. And I don't think that people should take that any type of way. You know, like, let me say, let me give someone. Yo, if they're fucking hot and they work in it. Yo, you deserve to know that. Yes, baby. You look fucking fine as fuck today. You look gorgeous. You look fucking phenomenal. Has anyone reminded you that today? Let me be the one to do it. I, I don't mind being that person. Not at all. Some people just don't like that though. Whatever. Teach their own. It's cool. I get it. That hurt. But. I didn't. I wouldn't say that that was anything. To what a real. 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 Relationship. Is like. Again, I was like 7th grade, so come on. What kind of real relationship could a 7th grade have then? I always held myself to really high standards, too, mind you. You know, like, just always really respected myself, respected everything I did. I was always just, yes, like, I tried to be that bitch. I, I had high expectations. I want to be someone. You guys can tell I'm so hesitant to talk about this because it's just so fucking, it fucking mind, I, it makes me so mind blown to think of how shitty I could be as a person, really. Um, so here comes my sophomore year. I remember it was Aquarius season, Aqua season, and I was like, fuck it, like, maybe I'll actually try, try with a guy, you know, like, actually see. Like, maybe I'll try hitting someone up. At this time, I had never really gone out of my way to hit anyone up. Like, the first guys who came to me, um, one was, he went to the opposite middle school as me, and he was a football player. He was this tall white kid. Um, He was actually dating one of my friends at the time, so I thought it was so funny that he was reaching out to me. This was, like, in eighth grade. Um, Or maybe earlier than eighth grade. I feel like it was in sixth grade when he started hitting me up. He started messaging me through Facebook, though. This fucking fool. And I think just through word of mouth, like, he knew I was gay. There weren't, there weren't that many people who were outed as as gay at, like, fucking... People have been making fun of me for being gay since I was, like, six, five. Since I could talk, basically. So you can imagine. You can imagine. I think by this time... Most people knew or have heard of me, you know, we're starting to use social media now. I had been on Twitter since I was like fucking 12 or 13 for no damn reason. I don't know why. 
Um, but yeah, that was a thing. So this guy hits me up and I remember being like kind of shook, but like hella down, you know, like, oh my gosh, you don't go to the same school as me. Perfect. Like, this is cool. I'm with it. Sure. Like, let's talk. So we were talking for like, I'd say just like small chit chat, really not long. And then he tells me to make a Snapchat and I'm like, okay. Boom, there goes the first guy to start sending me nudes through Snapchat. And I was just like, oh, wow. So this is what you'd be doing. All right. So I started doing that at like fucking 18. No, not 18. Oh, my gosh. Um, Eighth grade. So whatever fucking age that is. What is that? Like 13? Fucking ridiculous. Really fucking ridiculous. All because a stupid fucking white guy got me all excited. All excited. No. So stupid. Yo, and he really isn't isn't that cute. Is not that fucking cute. Yes, has these nice, gorgeous blue eyes, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You can have some cute blue eyes. But your face really ain't that cute, baby. Uh, and you know it. So I ain't even breaking it to you because you know it. Whatever. That chin? Yo, that chin? So you gotta fix something. You gotta... That chin is a fucking plate, bro. That's a plate for your leftovers. For damn... For real. For fucking real. Ooh. Anyway, um, that that guy really fucked a lot up for me because he fucked up my mentality and fucked up kind of what I thought about guys, especially straight guys. I mean, he was straight to the straight to the straight, even to today. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people now know that he fucks with a lot of people, you know, couldn't keep it in his pants for long and was not quiet about it, whatever. But... At that age, it really, it really fucked with me. And looking back on it now, like, yes, it really, really fucked with me. No one should be doing that stuff at that type of age, let alone thinking those thoughts. I hate that I was exposed to sex at such a young age and the idea of fucking a guy at such a young age. I really do hate that because prior to that experience, I knew I was into guys. Yes, I had always thought guys were more cute. Always. Just, just the innocence, you know, like... There's a certain thing about the masculine face that I've always found so attractive. Like, wow. Wow. Like, it's just really, I'm, I love handsome men. The beauty. Again, that's, you got to just be beautiful. It's the beauty. I'm attracted to beauty, period. I, all my friends are gorgeous. I don't have an ugly friend. I don't. I, it's literally, it's impossible. I don't, I can't, all my friends are fucking phenomenal, like, it's, and (laughs) I can't, there's no other way to explain it, everything around me is just so beautiful, like, the universe knew I needed gorgeous friends, if not, I would not be interested in them, and it's not to say that, like, I hate on ugly people, or even think that that many people are ugly, first of all, like, no, I'm not really... I truly do see the beauty in everyone, but that's the thing. There's beauty in everyone. There's beauty in everything. All my friends in every single way are fucking beautiful. And I know, I would hope anyway, that they would think the same of me. I feel like a lot of my friends, no, honestly, yeah, always. I've always just gravitated towards the pretty ones and it's always the pretty girls. You could always, always see me with a pretty girl. (laughs) <laughs> in every phase of my life. It's so funny. Wow, looking back on it. Sorry, I'm 
thinking so much. I'm, re- I'm reminiscing so much and I really don't think about this time of my life. Um, I haven't for a few years, so it's definitely putting me in different shoes. Wow. Um, drink something, drink something. Lost my train of thought. Here we go. Fuck. Uh, no, I didn't. I can never lose my train of thought with this boy. So getting back to him. We met during Aqua season. I had, We had been following each other on Instagram. And I had messaged him or he had messaged me. I forget who messaged first. But we responded right away, you know, like it was almost like instant talking and I was shook. I was fucking shook because the entire time I was like, I was convinced, like, I mean, I knew who this guy was, but I was like, no, there's no way in hell he could ever really be into me. Like, yeah, I know he's into guys, but like, it all just seems too good to be true. I don't think that I could ever find someone as gorgeous as this man, you know, and especially for him to reciprocate some love to me. Like, no, I don't think that I, at that age, I really didn't think that it was fucking possible. Really? No. I was just... No. So, and... Th- I think the only reason I reached out to him because I was like, no, she's not... It's it's a fucking... It's impossible. It's So let's just fucking go for it because... Why not? So we're talking and we actually, like, hit it off. Like, I don't... I've never connected with anyone the way that I connected with this guy upon just, like, first text. Like, not even physical contact meeting, but just through a message. It was... There was there was an emotional signature carried through his text messages. It was not just a text message. Every, the more we talked, the more enthralled I was. It was so fast. It escalated so fast. Everything in me was just one thing after another, after another, after another. And it was like, holy fucking shit, where are all these feelings? How did this happen? Where is this coming from? I've never experienced this. Holy sh- Who is this? Who, what is he capable, what is he doing to me? I'm, I, I'm, I'm grabbing onto my chair. I am shaking. I, what is this? I'm scared. I, this is, unca- this is new to me. This is new. This is very new, but I'm like all for it. Like I can't, stop actually like I need all of it I need him all the time like where is he I need him right now like right now where I miss him so much yeah so that's how I was feeling and it was all just so new to me like what the fuck it all hit me so fast so fast (laughs) to this day I remember I was like what like literally literally when love finds you, it's, I, uh, and let me tell you guys, the things that I was doing in my life, what I think attracted this kind of love, I was finally dancing, I was in color guard, I was actually captain, because it was finally in high school, you know, I wasn't in wrestling anymore, I wasn't pretending to really like the sport, I wasn't fronting to anyone, I was actually dancing, and I was, in the band, you know, and I was doing the Friday night football games and we were always like, I had so many friends now and we were always going out and I was getting skinnier. That was another thing growing up. I was always chunky and I hated that. I hated that about me. I was so insecure. So finally, when I started dancing and just like I was getting taller, I was, I was growing up and I was loving it. And I was just like, yes, I remember I was in so many dance teams at one point I would just have I was busy every single day, like from 
as soon as school got out until nine. And it was so much fun for me. Oh my gosh. Yes, it was like the best time, best time of my life. And that's when I started to discover my creative passions. You know, that's when I started to choreograph and really get into my fashion. Like freshman, sophomore year was amazing for me. Amazing. So then comes this guy. And I'm feeling so much like it's all new and it's so unfamiliar and like really uncomfortable and I'm like really scared but I don't want to stop texting him so I don't stop texting him um I think we text for like a week and then we had a rally performance the high school always had really big rallies and um I went to this big high school in my town there was only one so there were thousands of kids there we would literally have to split the rally up into two and then every rally there was over a thousand people attending you know just about fuck so when I was a sophomore I was getting ready for one of my rally performances and I remember I'm standing on the gym floor mind you I loved rallies I loved performing that was my time to shine that was when I knew all eyes were on me I heard voices in the crowd I knew motherfuckers was there for me I I knew it and people made me know it and thank God for those people I love you guys if you ever showed me love if you ever screamed my name because trust me there were a lot of people who hated not everyone I was not there for everyone a lot of people hated me that is definitely and they let me know and they let me know and that's cool I'm not for everyone that is fine but for my group my homies y'all know who the fuck y'all is y'all changed my life those moments on that stage on that rally in that gym with that audience with that crowd Oh my gosh, every single performance, I left the stage stronger, more confident, more excited to step into the world. And I remember this specific performance on January 28th, the day that I finally saw this guy in person, like really met him. I was standing on the gym floor and I look up, I'm facing the sophomore junior side and I look up to the top right corner of the gym and I see him standing with his backpack and he's with some friends and he's kind of just like looking and I think he has his like like he's like texting but he had this like really big block phone so it's hella funny because I remember I could even see it in his hands then it's so stupid but um it's not like a block phone but it was just like really like square anyway um and I saw him and I I don't know if my eyes were deceiving me, but I feel like he saw me too and we smiled because I felt him. In that moment, I felt him and I will never forget that. I I can teleport back to that moment right now and I'm standing in the gym with that blue shirt on and he's looking down at me and I see him and we're there. I remember later that day when we actually met and we actually hugged. Everything was just... The things that I was feeling inside, holy fuck, I was shaking. I get really, when I get really, really emotional, and this is actually so embarrassing, I shake uncontrollably, like I tremble. Like when I have really bad emotional breakdowns, that's one thing that that happens is I shake uncontrollably and I really just can't stop. And it's so just like dramatic. But also when I get really happy or really excited, like, like my lips start to quiver kind of shake like I just start I I feel so much energy within me so much 
And I still remember meeting this guy. And when I tell you, if love at first sight is a thing, I experienced it then. And that was the only time I can say I've ever. This guy is a Capricorn. Yeah, he's a fucking Capricorn. Didn't take me long to find that out. Did not. Our first date. Get this, get this. Guess how much I fucking guessed. Oh my gosh. Our first date was on Valentine's Day two weeks later, three weeks later. And it was actually a double date with Daisha. So funny. Um, And it was really good. Holy fuck was it good. It was amazing. Stop. It was the best, one of the best times of my life. Seriously. And even after she left, he and I went to this abandoned hospital with my other friend, Lana. She's a... She's a Gemini too. Fuck, I love her. And um, this other Libra that won't be mentioned because she's just irrelevant at this point in my life. Uh, back to it. We went to, we went to the abandoned hospital and I was so scared to go into the hospital that this fool picks me up, throws me over his shoulders and takes me inside. And oh my gosh, to get picked up like that by a man like that, by him, he's shorter than me too. And But when he did that, and just just so easy in front of people too like he didn't give a fuck who was watching yes yes I don't have to tell you what to do and you're just doing it and you don't care who's what like it was the first time I was shown any physical affection in my life in front of other people it was the first time anyone had ever shown like genuine interest with me and they were okay with showing someone else you know like it was the first time I was witnessing a guy Show me love in front of other people, not worrying about other people worrying about him being a guy. It was my first, like, real, like, gay love. And, oh, my God, in that moment, I'm like, fuck, I was screaming. Sorry, I don't mean to yell. I'm not yelling at you guys. I just really, like, wow. I have never, to this day... To this day, wow, these moments still stick out to me so much. As we were leaving the abandoned hospital, we walked up this hill. It's like not an actual road. So we parked at the bottom of it. Anyway, we're walking up this hill. And before we got to the bottom, I turned around. It's like prime sunset. We're on Valentine's Day. We're on this hill so we could see the sunset, you know. I turned around and I gave him our like first kiss. And it was so cute. It was so just like, oh, you guys actually did that? Like, what even? And I was like, yeah. Like, yeah, it was really fast. It was really spontaneous. I took the initiative just because I was like, fuck, this would top my day off. Like, this would make my day fucking perfect if I did this, you know? Like, I'm always thinking about when I'm in the moment and the moment is going so well, I'm always just like, fuck, how can I make this even better? How can I make this even more memorable? always 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 so I had to do it it was perfect we had our first kiss on Valentine's Day sunset uh, uh, we had dinner that night at LG's this like Mexican restaurant 
And it was just like so perfect because I could grub out in front of this fool. I could be cute with this fool. I could. And the thing was, I was not hiding who I was at all. I was being so authentically me. I had multiple friend groups around me, you know, just because like, A, I was kind of scared to just be with him. Like, oh my gosh, you're so intimidating. You're like this big bulky guy and he was like muscular he was on the wrestling team he's gorgeous he's a rising libra he's fucking gorgeous beautiful one of the most beautiful the the most beautiful man anyway i (sighs) yeah sorry sorry i'm just all the emotions come back and it's like wow I'm not even upset at anything so that was our Valentine's Day and then (laughs) not too long after that I think it was like a month later we were um geez so he was also the first guy that I had sex with like yeah the first guy that I topped. And I only say that as an important detail because I feel like that created a really big emotional connection for me. You want to know really something? Okay, so I won't forget. I won't forget that part. I won't forget that part. And I'm just saying that out loud so that I make sure that I won't forget it. You want to know how stupid of me? You want to know when I'm starting to lose respect for myself? This is so fucking embarrassing and disgusting. And I hope that no one ever fucking stoops this low of a level in their life. Like, literally, what I'm about to tell you guys is, like, top secret confidential fucking shit. And I hope that you understand that whatever is said here is meant to just stay here. Really? Really? It's not meant to go, you know, spread whoever. These conversations are between you and I. And I'm creating, you know, this space. I'm just reminding you. I know you guys already do it. But I'm just... Because this next door... It's funny as fuck. And even if it did get out there, I wouldn't even care that much. Whatever the fuck. I just gotta, like, say I don't share this story with anyone. Because I'm so ashamed of myself. But if I'm being true to what I want to live by, and if I'm being true to myself, I gotta fucking... (sighs) this is a big lesson y'all gotta learn your first sex experience has to be fucking amazing memorable you cannot lose your virginity to someone who is shit who ain't shit no you cannot lose your virginity in anything less than like a fucking five-star hotel honestly like no 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 your virginity bitch you hold on to that shit until someone gives you like fucking a million fucking bucks and a five-star hotel with a rose bed and champagne and all the things, all of it, all of it. You wait. You wait, damn it. Because you want to know how I lost my motherfucking virginity? You want to know what I convinced a guy to let me do because he was 19 and I was 15 and I thought it was hot and I was excited and I was horny and this was a new thing for me and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have sex for the first time, blah, blah, blah. You know what the fuck he did? Oh my gosh, you know what this motherfucker does. He's a Virgo, okay? He was one of my best friend's friend's older brother. You want to know what this fucker does? Picks me up. He knows we're gonna, he knows we're planning on fucking, okay? This was talked about. Picks me up. Drives me to like some fucking field. 
<laughs> some fucking field, bro. And then we're like walking through, you know, and I, I'm just like, oh, this like kind of looks like private property. And he's just like, oh yeah, no, nah, but it's like cool. Just like keep going. And so like we're going through, and then we pass by this like tree, you know. And um, it's just like super fat tree. And then you keep going down and it's like we're going down a hill now. Um, and then we go into like the riverbed. There's this river in the town that I live in. This is so fucked up. This is so fucking nasty, raunchy, disgusting. I cannot believe I fucking did this. Like I created so much negative karma for the stupid shit that I done. I do stupid shit. I, I will be the first to admit it. I am not always the smartest. And I don't know what the fuck it is. Yes, I have some fucking weird place. <laughs> I can't even talk. I have some weird placements, bro. This Venus and Gemini be fucking with my shit. But also, we are human beings and we are all at free will. Like, just recollecting, like, thinking about the situation again and understanding that I chose to do this is so, sh- like, I should be so ashamed of myself. So fucking ashamed. So, we're going down this hill now, yeah? We're in the riverbed, whatever. There's hella fucking dead, like, trees dead bushes you know what i'm saying there's like hella high grass whatever we're walking through i'm letting this guy like follow me and at first i'm thinking like okay like whatever it can't be too bad i'm probably just gonna give him head whatever i'll just go down on him that's fine but i'm also a taurus with a mars and scorpio and you know if you bring sex around me and you're pretty fucking hot and the thing's already out and i'm already i mean why the fuck not why the fuck not so we're going and then we find this like open area kinda and there's this super big rock no one's around us there's no one around us for like fucking miles okay um but we're in the fucking empty riverbed and there's just this fat ass fucking rock and guess what this fucker does he's a virgo i can't believe a virgo did this i cannot believe a fucking virgo did this to me i i i this motherfucker sits on the fat fucking rock takes his pants off whips his shit out gets out the magnum and puts it on and puts on the fucking condom this motherfucker just sitting there with the fucking magnum on him and i'm just like you expect me to get on you like that here like 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 this is where you brought me to take my virginity mind you i'm taking his virginity at the same time this is where you brought me to lose your virginity bro this is we're on a rock you're on a rock your fucking ass cheeks are on a rock bro uh, uh, uh. So, like, yeah, I took my pants off, and I got on. I got on. Rode it like a cowboy. (sighs) Why did I do that to myself? I, that, that is so disgusting. I cannot believe I did that. I cannot believe I lost my virginity in a public, like, setting. Oh, my gosh, that is me. Me, me, I, 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 wow, wow, don't let that fucking be you, let that be the last 
Hor- Let that be the most horrific losing your virginity story that you have ever fucking heard. Let it, let it. Please, please. And if you are young and you are listening to this, save that fucking shit because it can wait. It can fucking wait. I hate that I was exposed to sex at such a young age. I hate that I was exposed to sex at such a young age. Let me repeat. I hate that I was exposed to sex at such a young age. It doesn't have to be like that. There are so many more important things in life. So much more you can do with yourself. So much more things that you can occupy your time with. That's not an important thing. It's not a priority. Truly, when they say get your mind out of the fucking gutter, it really is a dirty, disgusting gutter. Get the fuck out of there. You don't want to be there. There is a time and place for everything. Wait. Wait, you horny fuck. Stop. Seriously. It's not not something to promote. No. Please. So going back to... That was that was the first time I bottomed. This guy was the first time I topped. And the amount of emotional connection. My God. Oh. Jesus. Everything about it. Everything about it. Every single time. To this day, everything about it, every single time is, gosh, I am so thankful to have been able to experience love. If that is what love is capable of, because it's not even just the fucking part about it, you guys, that that's very, very just like top layer. The feels, bro. The way that we would just hold each other in those moments, those moments of silence, those moments of pure heartbeat to heartbeat intimacy. Wow. I had never experienced anything like that. Anything. (sighs) But we still weren't official yet. A week later, he asked me if if I want to be official, you know? And in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, fuck. Reality check. Commitment time. Who wants an answer? Who wants it now? Like, how am I supposed to look him in the eyes and tell him no? Now. Like, what? I, 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 uh... I couldn't do it. I, so of course, like, I mean, trust me, I'm like, as much as I, I knew that I was in love with this kid, as much as I was loving every single second, commitment, um, made me sick to my stomach. I wanted to run. I wanted to pack everything and just leave and not think about it. Get a book and a coffee that's it. Leave me alone for like a week. I I can cocoon mode really easy. I'm a Taurus. I I can dip. I can dip and y'all won't see me for a while and I'll be cool. I can just like stay in my room and 
like self-isolation, whatever, that's fine. I, I really, it's actually kind of nice, quiet, peace and quiet, my own time, my own room to think and speak my own thoughts. Like, look, like, look what I'm doing right now. I'm pretty, I like it. But, oh my gosh. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know why I got so scared. As much as I was so certain of everything, everything that was happening, I was certain that he was the one. I was certain he was checking all the boxes. He was checking boxes for boxes that I didn't even know I were that were there. He was checking all the boxes. He was checking the boxes boxes. <sighs> just hitting it every single time. And I was reciprocating. And naturally, I was reciprocating. I wasn't you know, we were just so good naturally, just really feeding off of each other. And uh, then came a very, very sad day. I think it was April 1st. So funny because today is April 2nd. But it was April 1st that year. And I decided to do something really fucking stupid and selfish. There was a straight guy. He's a cancer. He was also on the football team. He hit me up. He was like, we had fucked around a few times before. But he was like, yo, what are you doing? This was like 1130 at night. Super random. We hadn't been talking for a while. And I had history with this guy. Like, I've known him since I was little. We were both in band. So there's that. Um, always had a crush on him. And then when we started talking, we actually had like a class together or a few classes. So there was multiple things to actually talk about with this kid now. Like I was just growing a connection with this guy and I hadn't heard from him in a while. And he hits me up and he's like, can you come over? Like, I kind of miss you. Like, uh, I, I'd be down to hook up tonight. And you would think that I would know to not reply. Right? You would think that I wouldn't be a fucking idiot and just put on my shoes and walk out the door. Oh, but that's what I did. Hmm? No thinking. I didn't want to think. I didn't want to think about it. I was so used to... Here's the thing about hoe life. I was I was hoeing for too damn long. Enough to make me forget what I was even searching for in the first place. Hot damn. When I got that message, I turned my brain off. I I made the active decision to not think about it. I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to, I didn't want, I wanted to disassociate from the fact that I was in a committed relationship and that was it for forever. I didn't, I didn't want to resonate with that. I didn't know what that was like. I didn't want that for me. No, I'm sorry. But at the time I didn't, it just didn't sound appealing. I was scared. I was scared. I was confused. I I was feeling so much and all of it so fast with this guy. I had such a I had never experienced anything. I had never I had never even experienced a good friendship. I hadn't met Deisha yet. I hadn't had any of my close relationships yet. 
I mean, to the to what they are now. Yes, I have some friends from elementary school. Yes, of course, and they'll always be there. Thank God for them. But the emotional support that I needed, the conversations that I was having, the the way that I'm able to articulate myself now is only through these strong relationships and friendships that I've had. But this cap was the first one. This cap was the first one who really made me fucking, like, he, he, he was just giving so much. And he wasn't, he wasn't asking for anything. And I wasn't, I wasn't asking for anything. And he thought I was giving a lot too. And it just so happened that we fit so perfectly together. And it was like truly, truly so beautiful. But fast forward in time and here I am walking to this guy's house. I'm like running to this guy's house. It's in the middle of the night and I'm like 10 minutes away from him. 10 fucking minutes. And... I chose to not think about it. I went in, I did the thing, hooked up with this guy. And while I'm taking my clothes off, all I could think about is like, oh my God, I'm going to have to tell the cap. Oh my God, I'm going to have to tell the cap. Oh my God, I can't do this. Oh my God, I'm going to do this. But like, I'm going to fucking, I'm ruining myself for this. Like, do is this even really that worth it? Like, oh my gosh, is this dick that worth it? <sighs> no, no, it wasn't, but I did it. Why I did it, I don't know. I don't think a lot of us know why we do the stupid things that we do. Selfish reasons, of course, obviously. Obviously. I thought it was... Honestly, I thought it was the last time I was ever going to be able to hook up with a straight guy again. And something in me was going to miss that. And so I wanted to remember my last experience. And no one would have found out. That's the thing. No one would have ever found out. I could have kept it a secret for forever. No one could have ever found out. The guy was straight, obviously. No one assumed anything about him. Um, We weren't even, like, publicly that close. We wouldn't publicly hang out. I... I... All I had to do was keep my mouth shut. What's the first fucking thing I do when I walk out that guy's, when I hop out of that guy's window after we fucking fucked? I called the cop. I called the fucking cop. I rang him up and I was like shaking. I was already crying at this point. I can't do bad things. I fucking feel too much. I guilt trip too much. And I told him like, yo, I got to talk to you. Like, do you have some time to talk? This was in the middle of the night. This was like probably like one thirty now. He was like, Cameron, what'd you do? I was like, I just had sex with someone else. And you can hear him lose his breath. All the breath in him just... And telling you tears of water fall down my face like I was in fucking shaking bro I used to have such bad panic attacks I was on the floor I was in the middle of the sh- I was walking home and it was um like 1 30 in the morning and I was just in the middle of the sidewalk fucking shaking crying on the phone with this fool and not this fool this beautiful man I'm sorry let me correct 
And I told him everything. I didn't want to sugarcoat anything. I also didn't want to continue a relationship built on a lie. No, I can't. I can't do that. No, if I fucked up, I have to be accountable. I have to hold myself accountable. I have to. I have to. I, I was not going to be able to look at this guy in the eyes and tell him that I loved him if he didn't know the things that I had done. I won't do that. No. I obviously have done some fucked up shit, but I can't. I, I couldn't bring myself to do that. I couldn't do that. So I told him everything as soon as it happened. And the next day, we went to my color guard competition together. He was reluctant. He didn't want to go. Thank God he did, though. Because then we talked. And we talked. And it started out with us just walking around the high school. um, The high school that my color guard championships were at. And then it turned into us finding a bench... And then we couldn't sit down, so we were just standing in front of the bench looking at each other eye to eye. And as I'm just looking at him, he just starts crying. And uh, I've never seen him cry. Um, Did I tell you he was a Capricorn? Yeah, he he carries his very boss-like persona. He is a boss. And he is smart. He broke down in front of me. And I knew that I was at fault. I knew that I was to blame. You know, like, of course, of course, I fucking ripped this guy's heart out. Look at him. Look at what I did. All I could think was, Cameron, are you fucking happy with yourself? Look at what you did. You had it. You had everything. You had it. You used... God gifted you early. You fucking fool. You had it. Look at what you did. I... Everything in me was breaking. He was crying. I was crying. Both of us just sobbing him. Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? Why'd you have to do it? (sighs) I didn't have to do it. My mindset was in such a negative place. It was in such a bad, bad place. It was in the wrong place. Much of what I know now, I didn't know then. And so... Oof. That's why I tell the story. I can't tell you guys how how shitty. And as one should feel, as one should feel, fuck. I would hope that someone would feel as bad as I did in that moment but after doing some stupid shit like that. Like, damn. Damn. Just know that... The other person on the other side of that string does feel it too. Like, man, that's the thing with this guy. I always feel like we're connected. Even now, I feel like we're connected. A lot has happened since that conversation. After that conversation, we decided to, you know, try. We would try a relationship, but it didn't last long. Really, it kind of became toxic after that he definitely held it against my head and in many ways I was a puppet 
And in many ways, I allowed it because I fucked up. So he has a right to treat me so bad. You know, he has a right to treat me poorly and a right to go do my things and a right to ask for certain things. And it's 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 because it's what I deserve. Right. Well, here's where I got to say wrong. As fucked up as it was for me to cheat. That gives him no reason to treat me like I was less than a human being. I know. He would try to limit what I would wear. Try to tell me what I could and couldn't wear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Ladies, I feel for you. If I even tried to look at another guy, let alone talk to a friend. Yo, it was like game over. Like, I will threaten to leave you kind of kind of situation I will threaten to leave it was always I will threaten to leave you are nothing without me I will threaten to leave at this time my home situation was fucked up my life situations was fucked up like he he was my guardian angel he is my guardian angel and I still believe it because at the time that he came into my life I was contemplating suicide every other night I even tried to commit suicide while I was going through so many struggles with him <sighs> like Damn, the emotional roller coaster that I've gone through with this soul has been insane. All because of my stupid fucking selfish act. But coming back, no, he doesn't have to treat me like that. If someone cheats on you and you decide to stay with them, you gotta forgive them, my friends. You gotta you gotta choose love and choose the path of love and understand that. We are all human. We are all constantly going to make mistakes. Some of us more extreme than others. If you choose to see a light in someone and you choose to believe that they want to be better, you know, I mean, every situation is different. Time heals every wound. But that's what I'm saying. If you make the the conscious decision knowing they cheated and you decide to stay for whatever reason it may be for whatever reason your souls are connected you you got to let them live after you got to you got to choose love you got to love them after you can't take and take and take and you got to show them something you got to give them something to work with or else they'll just go back to the place they were, the negative place they were. <sighs> I, I, many, many parts of me feel bad because I feel like I put a lot of my own emotional stress on this guy. You know, when you're dealing with family stuff and you don't have a proper outlet to express it in and you, you're not reconciling with anyone in your family, it does take a lot on you. It does take a lot out on you emotionally physically mentally I couldn't even go to school during this time because everything in my head was just so fucked up and now I had to deal with losing this guy losing the love of my life losing the one person that I was convinced I I found him I am I was convinced I'm still convinced I found him <sighs> we're approaching an hour here I I gotta get another joint going, fam. We'll we'll pick up. We'll pick up. The story has a good ending. I promise. Things are looking up for me.
and for the situation. Grab yourself some water. Grab yourself something to smoke. Let's come back just right now. I'll be right back. Loves you. What is good, my friends? I'm back. I am sparking this joint. Oof. And we are talking about how... Now now we're on chapter two. Now we're on how I fixed my relationship or how I'm trying to fix my relationship that I fucked up by cheating. And, um... Fuck yeah, I'm smoking to that. Fuck yeah. So, let me just clarify. Since then... I mean, I'm going to skip a few years because... Should I? Honestly, no. In between that time of my life, like after high school, after I got kicked out, I really was just like on a journey of finding myself and finding my spiritual truth. So for a few years, I didn't reach out to him. Okay? Like he broke it off finally after a few arguments. I think he broke it off that summer. It didn't last more than a few months after my first time initially cheating on him. So give it like a year, yeah? A year of time passes. I still see him at school. We still don't say anything, whatever. He still has me blocked and everything, whatever. Then all of a sudden he comes around. And he unblocks me and he's like, Oh my gosh. It's coming back to me. You want to know how it came back around? It was a week after my birthday. So we were in Taurus season. And it was like May 4th. I had just... That night I had gone out drinking. Um, I snuck into... No, me and my homegirl bought a bottle. And we had taken hella shots right before we got into a venue we went to this thing called the Beyonce baby shower I went with my homegirl Jenny uh she's an Aquarius I love her so much she was my first like friend co-worker like co-worker turned friend um and yeah so we went to this thing called the Beyonce baby shower and just rolling up my window um we got fucked up there, like, so fucked up. We were dancing everywhere. I was going off. You get me in a stage, you get me with room to dance, baby, I'm going to go off. I was in a cute-ass fit. We were in downtown Santa Cruz. We were at the Catalyst. Yo, we were going off. So cute. I even met this guy. His name was Sergio. He went to UC Santa Cruz. He was all kinds of cute. I twerked on him to Fergalicious. We made out. I have it on video. I... Uh, I loved it. It was hella funny. Jenny was fucking shook. We were hella laughing about it. I was like, yes, bitch, I'm back. Bitch, I'm back. Bitch, I'm back. Bitch, I'm back. And this bitch was good. Bitch, I'm back. And this bitch was good. Yo, and a week prior, on my birthday, I had just got highlights done for the first time. Like, I had just turned 18. I was like, yes. Oh, yes. We doing the things. We doing the things. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, uh, such funny times, but, oh my gosh, so funny, no, I think I had just turned 17, yeah, I'm skipping a few years, 17, and I actually stayed the night at a friend's house, my friend was a Scorpio, 
and we both both of us slept on the couch so i'm sitting i'm literally sleeping next to the scorpio okay is this cute tall light-skinned guy brown hair we met um my senior year um he had been new to the high school he didn't have a lot of friends and he smoked and i smoked so i was like fuck yeah cool you're a homie you know and he watched archer fucking smoked weed he was hella funny really smart um cool guy to hang out with you know great soul still love him to death shout out but i'm literally sleeping next to him I like sleeping on the opposite end of the couch and i get a fucking text and what does the text say it's a fucking z and i'm all z what the fuck and guess who it's from uh-huh the cap the motherfucking cap and i reply with question marks like what and then he's just like then he replies with what and i was like you texted me z and he's like no i didn't and i then i sent him a screenshot i was like but you did it's right here and he's like oh well i didn't mean to it must have been a butt dial and i was like so you unblocked my number after having me blocked for months and you butt dialed texted me that's what you did and he's just like yeah i guess that's what i did (sighs) my gosh the audacity of this guy i was like you know what whatever well i'm just glad that that we're talking like what are you doing and he was, and then we just like basically talked that night. I ended up seeing him the next night. The next day I told him, I was like, look, I'm really happy that you want to talk to me again. I'm really excited about it, but we have to talk and we have to talk in person and I need to make myself clear to you. You know, I don't want to just keep going back and forth over text. I'm not getting my point across, obviously. Can I see you? And he's like, yeah, I'll pick you up. At the time I didn't drive. I didn't have a car. He had a car, he drove, so he came to my house and he picked me up. I told him that I would tell him where to go, so I take him to this place off of Lone Tree Road. It's one of my most favorite spots in this whole fucking universe, you guys. Like, it is so gorgeous, it is beautiful, it is so nice to... It's it's this, like, uh, really secluded area right by a little stream of water, so there's always running water, and... You're encased in beautiful bushes and trees, and occasionally you'll see animals. I've even seen mountain lions, like little baby cubs. There's beautiful dragonflies and birds and butterflies and even the monarch butterflies, the white butterflies. You just have so much wildlife around you always, all the time. It's beautiful. It is so beautiful, and so I led him there. We went there in the middle of the night. I brought like a big-ass blanket, and we went. I think we even smoked and it was a big thing because before he lied about smoking and drinking while we were together like we the entire time we were dating he was smoking and drinking with his friends but he was lying to me about it and telling me that he was sober just so that I would stay sober and not drink or smoke that's fucked up that's mental manipulation that's like he's he's known how to gaslight whatever (sighs) so fuck see i get triggered and then i lose my place what was i talking about um drinking smoking oh yeah smoking so we're at the creek and it's the middle of the night and i'm sitting there with him and we're sitting next to each other next to the running water and i remember like holding his hand and i'm just looking at him and i was like you know this last year of my life has been like hell like i've missed you so much I truly, truly am in love with you. And he's looking at me and he's just like, like, I know it's been rough. Like, I've been rough too. Like, we're just having that moment 
and I looked at him and I told him, I was like, I'm cool with whatever you want. If you want to just be friends because we know we have to be in each other's life, that's fine. I get it. I'm connected to you. Obviously, we found each other for a reason and I can't go away. You're not going away. I sure as hell can't take myself away from you. Like, I'm in love with you, damn it. I'm fucking in love with you. And he's looking at me like, fuck, yeah, I know, I know. Like, just shaking his head. He doesn't really say much. And it fucking irritates the fuck out of me because he doesn't say anything. He just nods his fucking head. And all I do is talk my head off. I could talk forever. I have so much to say. I haven't seen you in forever. And you're just sitting there. And it's so fucking frustrating because I feel like I'm not getting through to you. Like, are you listening to me? Or are you just thinking about what the fuck I did? And I get it. If it still hurts you, I get it. But let it go. Because it's just holding us back. Like... Every time, every time. So in that moment, I'm sitting there at the creek. It was like a full fucking moon. The moonlight is just shining on us. And I'm looking at him in his eyes and I'm like, I can be whatever you want me to be. I can be the friend. I can be in the relationship. I just need another chance and I need you to stick with it. I need you to, I need you to want it as much as I want it. Cause I want it. I want you back. I, I want you back. But do you want me back? How are you? And he was just like, no, I do want you back. Like, I'm in love with you. Everything is easier when I'm with you. Everything just makes sense. He used to always say, I'm book smart and he's street smart. He used to always make fun of me because I'd be his, like, literal complete opposite. And it'd be kind of cute because he'd be, like, ask me to hang out and I'd show up in, like, Chelsea boots and skinny jeans and a nice shirt and a hat. And he'd be like... In his sweats and chunk less. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm with my mans. Or the mans that I was with. You know? Like, I'm happy. I'm content. You know? Like, I'm with him. Like, whatever. Like, he's so cute like that. Shut the fuck up. He is so cute in sweats and some fucking chunk less. Shut the fuck up. I love that. No, I don't need him to be, like, all dressed up with me. No. And a lot of people never understood that. But he understood that. And he saw that. And I, I always think back to a few moments there was this one time he was in a relationship with another guy and I mentioned this story this part because just goes to show what people will do okay so let me let me clear things up so after that May 4th incident after he hit me up oh yeah after he hit me up and we talked we tried things out again that summer and then on 4th of July he gaslighted me and said that his friends told him that I was drinking at a party and I fucked someone else. And, um, yeah, so basically he gaslighted me saying that I cheated on him and then I blacked out in his car. Ton of bullshit. I was borrowing his car for 4th of July weekend. He was in Vegas that weekend. So fucked up. Oh my gosh, you know in that SZA song where she says, um, like, why you had to be in Vegas? Yeah, that's fucking, that's me. That's me screaming at the top of my lungs every single time. But he was in fucking Vegas. And literally calls me on the 4th of July, after the 4th of July, and tells me to take his car home because I can't be loyal, you know? And I was disrespectful. And on 4th of July, I was fucking playing Mario Kart and drinking with my homegirls and my fucking, like, two homeboys. There was, like, maybe two guys there. Chill the fuck out. We're all friends. We've all been friends. It was my friends that I do, like, drugs with. It was my acid trip group. <laughs> So I was fucking pressed. I was an emotional wreck after being gaslighted like that. Like, what the fuck, dude? And that broke my heart the most. Knowing that I did nothing 
and that my relationship was over. The only chance that I was ever going to get. Because the fact that this guy, this cap, gave me a second chance, that was everything. But now that now I'm asking for a fucking third, good fucking luck. No, it's not going to happen. I knew that. I knew it. So I was devastated. A friend of mine had to even come pick me up just so that they could drive the car back. Because I couldn't, I couldn't drive and then they had to take me home. Like, it, w- it was bad. It was just such an uncomfortable, unsettling situation. And then he blocked me. Again. Fast forward a few months. He's in a relationship with another guy. And I, I knew that. But I still missed him. So I hit him up and I was just like, yo, what's good? You want to smoke? Like, let's just be friends. He was like, he was down. Like, we were just chit-chatting for a few days. And then finally he came around to being down to see me. So I went over to his place. And he grabbed his little tin. It was like an empty cookie jar thing. You know those little Danish cookie things um, with the aluminum can? Yeah, he had one of those. But he put all his weed stuff in there. It was actually kind of cute. Um, and at first I didn't know that. So we had one of those things and then he brings it out with us and then we're sitting at the side of like his backyard and he opens it and then there's all the weed and I was like, oh my God, like that's so fucking funny. Mind you, I had never smoked with this guy before because um, he had always lied to me about drinking and smoking. So it was just, it was really like, it was a really nonchalant setting for a really important moment. Anyway, um, we had a really good conversation outside. We were just catching up. And it's so nice when I catch up with this guy. Like, truly, it's like nothing ever changed. Every time. Regardless of how many months we are separated. And mind you, in between this time, I have hooked up with other people. I had tried uh, other... Talking to other people and just... Nothing Nothing was feeling the same. Nothing was even remotely close or as like intense as this guy. So I just wasn't... I just wasn't caring for anything you know like nothing was holding me down it's really first of all I fucking hate getting held down and now that I can't get held down by this guy that's all I want it's so fucking ridiculous the way that my love life works the way that my brain be fucking working I really can't stand myself sometimes (sighs) so we're smoking yeah and I get kind of cold so I was like oh like why don't we just go back inside so we go into his room long story short I'm fucking him, and he gets a FaceTime from his boyfriend, <laughs> and um, he just he just silenced it, and we went back to what we was doing, we went back to what we was doing, baby, and we we finished. You already know, and it was like as if his boyfriend wasn't even fucking real or alive. So fucking there, how can you fucking hate me so much for doing what I did if you could do the exact same motherfucking thing, bro? Don't be a fucking hypocrite now. That was years ago. And you're still going to act like this. <sighs> After that, he blocked me because he was so mad at himself. He was so mad at himself that his relationship was over. Because he's just like me. He is just like me. He had to go tell his fucking boyfriend what he did. So now he's single. Now we're both single. And now I, we're both blocked from each other because he doesn't want to talk to me. Because he's so frustrated at what I did. Whatever. Fast forward another year. It's like August now. And he hits me up all random three in the night. He has his own place now. And I have my own car. I'm pretty established now at this point. I have been um, working a lot. Just consistently working on my grind. Doing my thing. 
and tells me he like literally hits me up at like 2 30 and we chit-chatted for maybe like 10 minutes and i was at his house by 2 50 like stop no you want me there stop i'm there stop it was everything i was so excited i remember fucking shaking when i was putting on my clothes like shaking when i was putting on my shoes to even get in my car and like get ready to go like i was praying intensely bro i was just like dear lord like please whatever happens like let it be what's meant to be let me accept whatever is written for me let this moment be glorious let me have a moment to tell him the truth you know like i hope i could get through to this guy like please just let this be the last last heartbreak that i have to have you know and let us live good and i go to his place you gotta go up these stairs get to the door and i come in and he's standing at the refrigerator. And I'm like, big ass smirk on my face. I, I can't really say anything. So I just walk up to him and close the door behind me. And like, like super slow steps just go up. And he embraces me with the biggest hug and... We're just like holding each other so tight and rocking back and forth and we don't even say anything. I just look at him and we start making out and he's just like kissing me and he starts grabbing my butt, just feeling all up on me and he starts like trying to guide me to his room but I've never been in his apartment before so like I'm running into the wall, running into the table, running into the desk. We ran into the door on the way in. And I'm just, like, smiling at the top of, like, you know, I have the biggest grin on my face because it's just, like, finally, like, we're here. It's everything. And this is so funny, like, the way that you're just, like, you can't stop and I can't stop. Like, I didn't want to stop. I couldn't stop. So we're just going at it. And, yeah, just, you know, one thing led to the next, whatever. We did the things. We did all the things. We did all the things multiple times for, like, a few hours. And then at the end of, like, round three, we're just laying there. And I start laughing. Laughing. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I've missed you so much. Like, I'm so in love with you. I've missed you so much. And he's kind of just, like, looking at me and smiling. And he's like, yeah, I've missed you, too. He doesn't say he loves me. He hasn't said it for a few years. Not since... Um, not since before he gaslighted me in that 4th of July incident. Yeah, before he left for that 4th of July trip was the last time I kissed him and was the last time he said he loved me. And I'll never forget that because I was wearing his sweater. Ouch. Um, and, uh, ouch. Um, Where was I? Where was I? Wow. Huh. Huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Doing the thing at his place. So now we're just catching up. And we talked all night long. I think we talked to like maybe 5.30. Then we showered together. Then we went back to sleep. And then in the morning, I got up with him. I think he made me coffee. <laughs> Brought me coffee in bed. We talked a little more and then I left. And... To me, I thought things would be good, you know, like, I was under the impression, like, oh, I'll talk to you later then, like, it was so good seeing you, and I was really excited, so I left really happy, and as soon as I left, he blocked me on everything, everything, no explanation.
posting something. Oof. Yeah. Blocked me on everything. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. Whatever. I was heartbroken. Like, fuck. I I really thought that that was the last time that that was going to happen. He really had me. Really had me a fool. Fuck. Fast forward to Christmas. Mm-hmm. We're almost up to date, you guys. Fast forward to Christmas. I'm telling you, that's and this is all. This is all tied to my Venus return. I promise. That's why I'm so like you guys don't like. You need to know what the fuck I mean when I'm saying I'm shook. I am shook for my Venus return. So, fast forward to Christmas. Christmas Day, all day long, I help out at the local church. We do this like a, we feed the homeless. So we make the meal in the morning. We go in, we cook, we prep, whatever. Most people are, or most years, people are really generous and bring like donuts in the morning and stuff. So I like to get coffee because I know there's going to be donuts. And yeah, it's always just a really nice vibe. It's pretty much just local community members. And most of us just know to go back through word of mouth that's it's a church-based thing so yeah i did that in the morning i had a really great christmas that year um and that night i get a or i think that night i tried adding him on snapchat and he had me unblocked so i added him and he added me back and i was like oh shit what are you doing and it wasn't quick i mean it wasn't long before he said like come over so i went over Same shit as last time. Run up the fucking stairs. He's meeting me at the fucking refrigerator. Biggest hug in the world. No words. Just just action, baby. Just all the action. All the action. And same thing happens. We go to the room, to the bed, do the damn things. I swear, like, I by this time I've hooked up with quite a few people. I am not going to lie. It's another level with this guy. Uh, when you're in love with someone and you're having sex, completely different than when you're just fucking someone. Completely different. Completely different. A hundred ten percent. A hundred million thousand ten percent, actually. So, needless to say, it's always amazing. And both of us always look at each other like, fuck, like, <sighs> thank, thank you for, like, actually being capable of doing that. Because no one else out here is actually capable of it. Thank you so much. So we did that. And then I'm laying in bed with him. We're both just naked now. We showered and went back to bed, yeah. And when we're in bed, I decided... At this time, I had just got really, really into Umber. Get this. The day before this hookup with the cap happened... Umber dropped her soul twin podcast, her soul mate podcast. The day before I saw this guy again, after like so long of not seeing him, she dropped that podcast. Okay. So I hadn't listened to it yet, but I had seen that she had dropped it. But I was just so excited because like all of this was happening at the same time, like super fast, whatever. So I'm there at this guy's place where in his bed and I'm telling him all about Umber. I'm telling him about the quietest revolution, holographic universe, all this insightful shit, all my spirituality shit that I've been like really, really excited to learn about. And I finally asked for his birth time. 
Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> Bitches. I was mad. I was pressed. I was I was screaming on the inside. I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe... Finding out this fool's moon sign and then what his Venus sign was, you guys, I nearly lost it. I, to this day, talking about it, I cannot believe that this is a thing. I cannot believe that I'm... I know someone... I cannot believe that I've had love experiences with someone who... I, I can't believe he's real. I can't believe he's real. He is a rising Libra. Cap Sun. Gemini Moon. And the only other placement that I will say is his Venus is in Sag. His Venus is in Sag. Damn it. His fucking Venus is in Sag. His Venus is in fucking Sag. Damn it. What the fuck? Oh, I'm so sorry. I I just... Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. If you guys didn't know anything about astrology, let me just put it to you like this. He's a rising Libra. I'm a rising Gemini. Boom. He's, I'm a sun Taurus. He's a sun Cap. Boom. I'm a moon Libra. He's a moon Gemini. Boom. Talk about, talk about compatibility, baby. Talk about synchronicity. Talk about my opposite. My Venus is in Gemini. And okay, so Libra and Gemini are both air signs. Cap and Taurus are both earth signs. Um, and Gemini is an air sign. Sag is a fire sign. Both, both masculine forms of energy. But they are opposites of each other. Like fucking like connected opposites. Like that's your like come on. To have our Venus. Oh my gosh you guys stop. Stop. Just completely. Like, I'm very fucking... That single placement has me so fucked up on so many levels. And it will continue to fuck me up. Because nothing compares to love with this guy. Nothing. I have yet to experience it. So if there is... Going back to the whole soulmate thing. If there is one... if, If there is one, I think I have met mine. And I... And he is it. It's the cap. It's the fucking cap. And yeah, yeah. I know I'm in love with him. And a lot of people get on my case for saying it. Especially a lot of my close friends. They tell me, get the fuck over it. And I know I should. And trust me, I'm happy for him. If he's happy, I'm happy. But I also know and I feel him. You guys, that's the thing. I feel him on the other end of the string. And he pulls and he tugs, but he's so secluded and he doesn't let me all the way over. And he just, and I am so, I'm just, I'm willing to give it all for love, you know? I, I would do anything at this point for him. And, and he knows that. And the thing is, he's taken advantage of that for so long. And it's interesting because mentally I've had to talk with myself where I've been like, Cameron, you can't fucking do this anymore. He's fucking using you. He's treating you like fucking shit. Look at what he's doing. He's literally fucking you or he's, you know, like he's fucking with you and then you got to fucking go every time. And he doesn't give a fuck. He's got relationships, whereas I'm over here still single as fuck, fucking sad over it. You know, like I've had that talk with myself. Don't get me wrong. 
I, that's why I'm telling you guys, this last few months, I've really been in a healthy mind state where I'm just like, no, I don't want that for me, actually. I want better. And I know that I deserve better. The way that I love and am capable of loving, I know that I am not my mistakes. And I know that I just because I made a mistake once doesn't mean that I can repeat it, nor should I, nor will I. And I won't. And I know I won't. And I'm very proud of knowing my boundaries. And I know who I am now. So, yes, I have had that conversation. And yes, I know I don't need him. But tell me why, after everything, all I have for this fool is love. Still, 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 all I am capable. I see, I look in his eyes and every, everything is love. We can't be around each other because we can't be mad physically in front of each other. We can't. And when we are, it's just, it's not, it's not. He had to break up with me over a phone call because we can't do it. We can't look at each other and not feel the things that we feel. And I don't know, if, and I feel like someone, y'all, someone has to be out there that has to have experienced this too. Because I can't be the only one. This shit feels too fucking real. And it fucking has, it's, it's taken parts of my life, you know? Like, I've, I feel so much with this one individual. I feel his presence with me. I know he's protecting me. And I know I'm thinking I know he's thinking about me, damn it. I know it. I feel it. I fucking... There are so many signs that the universe gives me that there is, there are millions for him. Seriously. And I even... Months and months go by. And I'm telling you guys, it's been like five years. Months and months and months go by. And he comes back. He fucking comes back. So, <sighs> after Christmas, you know what he does? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I find out his birth chart. I tell him everything. That night... He fell asleep in my arms to sleepwalk by Johnny and Santos. And we slept to that song all night long. In the morning, I woke up to sleepwalk still playing. He made me breakfast and bread. And he brought me coffee with a fucking mug that I left at his place the last time I was there. Just so that he would fucking think of me. Can you believe that? Can you believe he fucking dug out the cup that I left for him to think about me? Can you fucking believe he went there? I mean, whether it was on purpose or on accident, that, the universe made sure I knew what the fuck that cup was from. And oh my gosh, let me tell you. Breakfast and bed to the cap to sleepwalk. After doing all the things, after like, oh my gosh. And mind you, so I woke up two times. The first time we woke up, we kind of just like half woke up, did the things, you know, did all the things. And then we went back to bed. And then when I woke up the second time was when I had breakfast in bed. Bitch, you got me 10 million thousand times fucked up. I was shook. I was so, f that has never happened to me before. Uh why did he have to, why is he still making so many first? Why is he still so many first? I was so the day after Christmas? Bitch. You got me 10 million thousand times bajillion fucked up. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so then we shower together after we eat. And he's looking at me in the shower. And we're having this like really cute moment. Um, when we first started dating, we took a shower together. This was like way back in like 2016. And I will forever remember it because it was my first time showering with someone else. 
And I remember him looking at me and him just being so sweet, so subtle, and just him saying, like, wow, I hope I remember this moment forever. And the day after Christmas, we're in the shower, and he's looking at me, and he's combing the water through my hair. And he's just looking at me with these bright brown eyes. And he's, like, caressing my hair, and the water's warm, so I'm very comfortable. I'm very at ease. It feels so good to be around him. And he starts laughing. He's like, it's like nothing's changed. It's like the world stopped and now we're back and we're good. And nothing's changed. And he gave me the biggest hug and we're just standing in the shower, you know. After that, he got out of the shower. And he dried himself off first and then I got the soap like I washed the soap off of me and then I got out of the shower when I got out of the shower he was already dressed sitting on the bed with my clothes in a pile next to him and my shoes at the floor so what did I do I was fucking I was confused I didn't feel comfortable I started putting my clothes on and I started putting my shoes on like what the fuck no like I it just wasn't comfortable and he's looking down and he's like, I need you to leave and I never want to see you again. And I'm looking at him like, what? And he's like, yeah, after you leave, I wouldn't mind ever seeing you again. And uh, I wish I could say I said something smart. I wish I could say I was typical Cameron and brushed it off. I wish I quoted Beyonce. I wish I said deuces, threw up a fucking middle finger and walked out. You know, I wish I did something more than just break down. Because in that moment, all I, all I could do is cry. And cry. Cry. What the fuck you mean? Never see me again? Bitch, just two, like fucking three minutes ago, you were telling me nothing's changed. What, what, where did that energy go? Where did that, because I'm there. What the fuck was all this breakfast and what the fuck was all this for? Why'd you even have me over? What the fuck? Why? Why do you do this to me? Why is this a game to you? Why is my... I don't love anyone the way I love you and you know that. And I'm here to remind you every single time you come back to me, nothing's changed. I stay the same. The love for you, the, the love that I have for you remains the same. And you fucking play with me and you play with me and you fucking play with me and you think it's a fucking joke? All I did was cry. He walks me to the door. Gives me the biggest hug. Like, I, I couldn't say anything. I'm not gonna beg you. I'm not here to fucking beg you, bro. Gives me the biggest hug. 
even fucking kiss me. Tears running down my face. Tears down my face. Kisses me and says, I'll miss you. And then I hug him back and I said, I'll miss you forever. I love you forever. Then I walked out of his place. A week after that, I found out he was in a relationship with someone else. A week or two after that. And it wasn't long before that person moved in with him. (laughs) Man. And then... um, Two months after that, I had my first car that I ever bought wrecked. I get this. Um, If you made it this far, I guess you get to find this out too. Um, The first car that I ever, the first Mini Coupe I ever owned. The reason that it got wrecked wasn't because I got fucking T-boned in the middle of the street in a hit and run, which is what I told everyone. I told everyone that. To this day, that's what everyone thinks. Actually, what had happened was I got so fucking stoned at this guy's house, at this Gemini's house, this other... I have a Gemini coworker. I had a crush on him for a few years. We hooked up earlier that month, so I was all over it. Like, I was all over him. I was so... I really thought that I was starting to fall in love with this guy, this Gemini. And turns out he has a cat moon. <laughs> Fucking, what is it with these gem and cat placements? I can't. But, um, yeah, we smoked like four king size joints that night. And it was four in the morning. And I thought it would be a good idea to drive home. And I fell asleep behind the steering wheel. High as fuck. Really, like, didn't know what the fuck was going on. Just stupid. Completely stupid. And that's how I told my first car. So. Man. It was just back to back downfalls. After after he did that. Like fuck. Christmas was so traumatic that year. I went the whole year without talking to him. Basically. There were like one or two instances. Where he. Um, let me like contact him. But he didn't really ever reach back. As in like he unblocked me. But then when I tried to add him back. He blocked me again. Um, Fast forward now. Now we're catching up to present time. This past 11-11. I was driving back roads. It was one of my favorite managers birthday. He's a Scorpio. Of course 11-11. And so I got um, up extra early that day. Like I didn't do my full glam. Because I knew I wasn't going to have time. I went to my work. And I got him a Ferragamo cologne. And then I got a birthday cake for him and a card. I think I was super excited. You know, I love birthday cards. I think they are so special. I feel like uh, the best birthday gift you could give anyone is a birthday card. That has so much significance and so much meaning behind it. So I was having the best morning. You know, I really was doing it. And the, the look on the Scorpio's face when everyone was singing happy birthday to him and just having everyone there. He's also a 12th house son. He's also a 12th house son and moon. 
So I know he hella feels things, especially the subconscious, like, damn. Like, I feel for him. And, uh, yeah, man, I was having the best day. Then on my way home, 101 was closed, Highway 101. A fucking oil rig truck, like, flipped in the middle of the road, so I was taking back roads. Well, I had to be at my other job, so I was kind of rushing, so I was, like, freaking out, whatever. I'm rushing down back roads, and I really don't even, like, exactly remember the second it happened, but I get rear-ended. And I got rear-ended so bad that the person's front bumper got stuck beneath my rear left tire, so I had to take off my tire and pull the piece of, like, metal out. It was all bad. Mind you, I didn't know how to take off my own tire at the time. And when people... The only person who was there to help was the police officer. He said that he wouldn't do anything. Like, he said he wasn't going to help me. So I was like, oh, you're not going to help me? I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, mm, well, I've never, like... uh, Like, at first he showed up and he's like, oh, you need to take your wheel off. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, I've never done that before. And he's like, okay, cool. I'm not going to help you. Like, just really blunt. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, okay. Um, But then I looked at him and I was just like, I had a full face of makeup too. Let me just, let me just put that out there. Um, Then I'm looking at him. I'm just like, well, I've never done this before. Don't even know really what the fuck just happened. I'm pretty fucking shook. I've been in a few car accidents, a few pretty bad ones. So just that little one was like fucking scary. Anyway, long story short, I end up, he ends up telling me, giving me vocal instructions on how to take off my wheel. So I do it, whatever, take the thing out, whatever, get going. But I had the rest of the day off and I was just so fucking freaked out. So like kind of shook from everything that happened that I called him. I was like, fuck, no, there's only one person in the world that I want to talk to right now. And it's this cap. So I called him and at first he ignored me and then I blew up his phone via text. I know. So annoying. But then he got back to me and he was just like, hey, like, what's going on? What's up? I told him. He was kind of concerned. And then I told him I wanted to see him. And he was just like, well, I don't know about that. And I was like, look, dude, I just really need to see you. I got so much that I need to say. This past year has been so difficult on me, but it's also been so insightful. And I just got a lot that I need to get off, you know, heart to heart. And he's like, okay, cool. So he agrees to meet with me at the park by my house. Guess what this fucker does? After I get to the park, I'm sitting there. We're sitting, like, uh, at two different tables, like, kind of facing each other. We're still really close. And I have my back towards the street. Literally, two minutes after talking to this fool, he texts someone. And then I see his new bitch come from behind me and sits next to him. And I was like, oh. Oh, so you want to sit here, too. You Oh, so you guys fucking set me up like this? That's fucking fine. You can sit here all the fuck you want. Let me tell you what the fuck I need to say. To the cap, now I'm looking at the cap, I'm like, dude, I'm in love with you. I've been fucking in love with you. Look at what we do to ourselves. The way that you treated me the day after Christmas, the way that you pushed me off like that, that has fucked with my head. That would fuck with anyone's head. I can't believe you did that to me. What the fuck are you doing? Literally, what in the fuck are you doing? Why would you do that to someone? It is beyond me how someone could treat another person like that. I was just giving it to him, telling him everything. But at the very end of it, I was like, look. I know that this in some way is my karma. I know I haven't been the best person. I just want you to know that I do forgive you and nothing, there is nothing more that I can give to you than my love. 
All I have for you is love, period. I'm not capable of hating you. Don't expect that from me. If you two are happy together, good. I'm happy for you guys. I want that for you guys. If anything, I feel like there should be more openly healthy gay relationships because we need this. We need support. And I was even telling his fucking bitch, I was like, yo, you're really fucking creative. You have good shit going on. You're, I'm proud of you. Like you're out here, you're doing your thing. You're, you're making something of yourself. I am proud of you. He's a Libra. I was like, go for it. I'm not hating on you. I don't vocally hate on you. I have no reason to hate anything. I could give a fuck. I am very happy with what I'm doing on my own. The reason that I'm here is because I'm vocalizing my love for this guy and it doesn't go away. And I know he feels it too. And then the fucking Libra just goes off and he's just like, oh my gosh, like, I know you're coming from like a genuine place or whatever, but like, he's like mine now and just like, you need to leave us alone and like, let this be the last time before I have to really get involved and really take care of you, blah, blah, blah. Cause I would hate to fucking do anything to you. Oh my gosh, bitch. Try to fucking do something to me. Try to motherfucking do something to me, you fucking bitch. Please. Oof. So I was like, okay, whatever. Whatever. I I didn't say shit to that. The whole time the Libra was trying to get the cap to kiss him in front of me, you know, just like really like smooching on his face. And the cap was just looking at me. Literally. The cap didn't even fucking... The Libra didn't even phase the cap. It was literally like it was just me and him. Because in that moment, I knew that he knew that he fucked up. I know that he knew that I changed because he did not expect those words to come out of my fucking mouth in that moment. And I can't tell you how good it felt. I can't tell you how good it felt to reclaim what was mine. The thing about fucked up relationships is that we don't realize how much of ourselves we give to them. Even when they go bad, you guys. Even if they're the love of your life. Even if they're your soulmate. I can't tell you how much of myself I gave to him for years and I was miserable. I didn't, my love life was so stagnant and I believe it's because I saved everything just for him and he didn't want it from me at the time. He could give a fuck. Even now I feel like he could give a fuck. Oof, in that moment though, I reclaimed everything back. I said, no, these are, I deserve my happiness. I deserve a chance at love, damn it. And I know I am capable And I know someone's going to love me and I know you love me and I know you feel it. And that's enough for me because I feel it too. The person is always on the other end of that string. I have, I feel like when I think of someone, they have to be thinking about me too, or something is like, and only when it like happens out of the blue, you know what I mean? Like I could just be doing anything really like even meditating and out of nowhere, someone will just come through heavy and I'm like, fuck, they're thinking about me. Like I am... It's the string. They're on the other end of that string. When you decide, let's say you fucked up in the relationship. When you decide that you are more than your mistakes, I think that is the gateway to any chance at rekindling any kind of love. You have to forgive yourself first before anyone else can forgive you. This goes back to the idea of loving yourself first before anyone can love you, which I totally wholeheartedly agree because you have to be in this certain vibe. You have to radiate a type of energy in order to attract that. I think for years, the cap and I, yeah, I honestly do think we're in love. Yeah, I do think he's one of my fucking soul. Like we're tied. We're tied and he's not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. It's that it is what it is. He's around. He's around is how I'll put it. He's around. And 
for many, many years, I think I gave him so much control and so much power that he really just, no, he knew that I would just be fucking around. He knew that I would be there any single time he wanted. And now, now that I'm reclaiming what is mine, now that I'm reclaiming my personal energy and what I think is right, now I think he's changing. And I see it in him because guess fucking what? This motherfucker, we talking. We fucking, we talking, baby. We talking. It's April and we talking again. We Snapchatting. Oh my gosh, we're sexting. And his, and his fucking bitch is still living with him. We're sexting at night while his bitch is asleep. You guys. The, oh my gosh, what is my life? That, that's the fucking tea. That is the whole fu- What the fuck is this relationship? Hello, Venus Return. If it has anything to do with my love life. Oh. I am tired of arguing with this guy. If, if you know what I want for my Venus return, let me accept and embrace the cap or let him fucking be gone. Literally, that's where I'm at my wits end with this. Because for me, I know he's thinking about me. Damn it. I know the love is there. And I'm, I trust me, I'm in love with him. I'm in love with him, but I am totally okay with letting him go. If you cannot learn how to love me again, if you don't know that I deserve what I've always deserved, if you can't get that through your head and if you can't swallow your pride and swallow your ego, guess what, baby? I'm not waiting anymore. That is where I stand on soulmates and soul twins and whatever your love, whatever the fuck. You can't let anyone stop you from living your fucking life. That time of my life is long gone with this venus return let him come back please please i pray for nothing more i have wanted this for years i ah the level of love that i feel towards this man if i'm telling you if i had him back baby i am putting a fucking ring on it and we are doing all the things we have in the biggest fattest most popping wedding i am I am just so excited because I I really do feel like if if it were to happen again and this again I'm not even 21 yet but this is just young naive you know and I feel like I have to be really transparent about how I feel you know in a few years maybe even two decades I'm gonna look back at this shit and I'll probably be laughing but this is really how I fucking feel like I look for signs in everything all the time, in numerology and and everything. And everything leads me back to, well, let me put it to you like this. I know when I'm supposed to stay away from him and just be gone. And I've done that. I've done that. Everything in my exterior is telling me he's coming back. Everything. I have dreams about it. I literally... And the fact that I talk to him every night before I go to sleep and every morning, it's happened the last five nights now, damn it. And I tell him every night I love him and I know like, I know he feels it, damn it. The other day I was talking to one of our mutual friends and he was telling, his mutual friend was telling me that um, before when things were really rocky, he would bring me up around him and every time he would bring me up, this guy would just go so cold, like shut down like don't talk about it like that's the one person you don't talk about everyone knew how much i like meant to him he's made it known so i'm just like dude bro i i know you're there i know you're on the other side and i know 
I know it. I know you. I know you feel me, boy. With all of this happening so close to my Venus return, it just makes me, it really gives me some hope. One thing that I want to emphasize is never give up hope. If you feel like, oh man, this was the love of my life and I really fucked up and I just don't know how to fix it and but like I'm so close, but like, <sighs> never give up. I never want to say I gave up on love. And trust me, I'm open to anything that comes my way. But as open as I have been, nothing has come my way that is even close to replacing or even being better than what I had with this cap. And I can't let that die. Let that be the hopeless romantic in me. But I pray and I pray and I pray that one day we will have that moment. I say... I said this to him so many times when I was younger, but I never really felt like I had a home. And it's so true. And I, some parts of me feel guilty for saying that, but I just haven't really felt like I have. Even now, my parents don't even have their own homes. If I wanted to go back home, it's like to an uncle's or an aunt's, you know, or just like, I don't have that. But him, he, he embodies home. He embodies comfort and security and laughter and happiness and warmth and he's the coldest cap you could ever meet but to me he's warm and all loving and just I know he's on the other end of that string and I feel us getting very very close it's been one wild fucking ride with this guy I can't say I haven't built this karma for myself because I have but damn one hell of a fucking love story that's for sure I pray I I just I pray that I'm able to set things right you know I really hated myself and I and I don't I try not to hate myself for anything anymore but I beat myself up so much for cheating on this guy like I really did ruin my life really Things could have been so different had I only been smarter. And I know everything happens for a reason. That's why I can't beat myself up on it too much. Everything does happen for a reason. I'm so fucking stubborn and I know I had so many questions about love and sexuality. I really do feel like I needed to experience everything that I went through in order to be who I am now. To understand myself. To realize why I love and why I want to even be in a relationship with someone. I needed everything to realize what a relationship should mean and what it could mean to me. And I don't regret a thing. I don't think we should regret anything. We should look back at everything and realize all of our lessons. That's the most that we can do to ourselves. That's the most that, that's how we thank ourselves. We are not who we once were, and that is good. And for that, my friends, I commend you because all of us are changing. All of us are constantly changing. Whether it's in your love life or any aspect of your life, we're constantly changing. We must remain open to it. With that, my friends. Damn. I'm going to have to roll another joint. I can't believe I spilled all that tea. Now you guys know, I just... This cap, bro. This cap. What did I do? What did I do for myself? Can you believe it? Can you believe this? And it's just like, 
Why do you keep coming back? Why do you keep coming back? If you're coming back, stay. If not, be the fuck gone. Be the fuck gone. Because every morning, every night, you be real fucking... You really like my body, obviously. Because you can't get enough of it. Obviously. Um, I know you like what I have to say. I know that my intelligence and the things that I do really fucking turn you on, boy. It's just like, it's just a matter of time now. Venus and Gemini, I'm ready for you. I'm ready to accept whatever you want to bring my way, baby. And if it's this love, oh, especially if it's this cat, baby, I have so much to give back to you. I can't, I can't. The the things that I've been feeling on the inside, yeah, I've been taking so much shrooms lately too. I'm telling you, I am, the world is changing. I am feeling so much. What is this? What are the times? Is this what it's like to have a Venus return when your son is in the 12th house? Because it feels really fucking not like it's supposed to. My whole love life has always felt like it's not what it's supposed to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Welp. Let's end with a quick prayer. Yeah. Uh, now anytime we talk about boys you all know why the cap just fucks me up now you'll just know why like caps no there's actually not more than one it's just cap the cap it's the cap it's because of the cap the cap yes the cap I yes I know the fucking cap Uh, regardless he's a good he's a good he's trust me you guys he's an amazing soul and I truly 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 just pray for the best I'm really hoping on this one, though. Really. Alrighty. Dear Lord, thank you for for everything. First of all, everything. I'm so thankful for every moment with you, every moment that I can share with these people, with my friends, with my family, my soulmates. Thank you for the cap and for all the lessons that he's brought me, whether he decides to stay or to leave. Thank you for the knowledge that you choose to bestow upon me day after day, the comfort, the security. You are forever powerful and it is forever my pleasure to serve you. Today, I pray for those affected by the coronavirus, not only um, through their health, but through financial difficulties. I pray that we all find financial security soon. I pray for those who can't afford food tonight, who aren't with their families tonight, who are in some way deprived of what they truly need. My heart is truly with them, and I hope that you find a way to protect them. I know you will. Thank you for Amber and all my friends through the Quietest Revolution. Refam, your love is beautiful, and I appreciate all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every moment. I pray that the truths about this country come out and that we get out of this this really dark time soon. I pray that we all find love. I pray that we are able to mend old relationships which we know we have done wrong. I pray for a second chance. Truly, I ask for your forgiveness. I am so sorry for what I've done. 
Thank you for still allowing me to live another day to be better. Please protect my listeners, my family, and do everything with love. Thank you. Thank you, all of you. I hope you all have a great night. Oh, my gosh. And stay tuned because I'm sure this story is going to be fucking a wild one. (laughs) Love you. Bye. With love, baby. That's Cameron. Boom.